Welcome again to the Gandhi Podcast. We're happy to have you. And today we'll be speaking to Ryan Acuff. He's a member of Take Back Land Rochester. And he wants to share some of the recent successes. So I'm going to shoot over to you, Ryan. So what are, we, what are these recent successes? Well, um, I just, I'm part of a group called Take Back Land Rochester. We're a local organization that's um, fighting to elevate housing to a human right and secure community control over land and housing. And uh, we do a lot of different things, but one of the main things is uh, we defend people that are going through foreclosure and being evicted and displaced by the banks and uh, to keep them in their homes and support people to stand up and lend solidarity support, um, emotional support, um, protest, anything necessary to um, have the banks do what's right. Um, basically, in the last week, culminated a uh, um, two-and-a-half-year struggle where um, you know, there was a family that was being put out by the banks. A um, woman had um, lost her husband to brain and lung cancer, and the bank went to aggressively foreclose on her, her three kids and her eight grandkids. And um, the bank was Countrywide Bank of America. And basically, uh, we were going door to door, um, as we do, people going through foreclosure. And we found her in March 2011, um, about a week away from evictions. She'd already been foreclosed on. She'd gone through all the channels. She'd done everything she possibly can, try to get lawyers, everything. And the bank wouldn't speak with her. The bank wouldn't work with her. Um, we said, well, you know, there is, um, there is another option. We can, we can come together as a community. We can organize and we can stop this, um, these injustices that are being committed all over our community. She said, that's exactly what I want to do. So we went door to door, brought people together, and when they were trying to evict her, we, people came together and did um, nonviolent um, civil disobedience and blockaded the house, and they, they stopped the eviction for a time. Eventually they came to evict her. Seven people were arrested in active um, nonviolent civil disobedience, including a neighbor who came out, seven-year-old neighbor who was arrested in her pajamas. Um, and after all that, um, she moved right back into her house without permission, you know, took her house back, just like in the civil rights movement, people did sit-ins to enforce their civil rights. She did a live-in to enforce her human right to housing. And uh, that was Mother's Day 2011, and she's been there ever since. And then just this week, um, it, it, it appears that Everything has been finalized, um, as we, you know, as we can see from the public records. She got her house back. Um, there was a deed to the house, but without a mortgage. So, so after all they went through, she got the house back, and it appears without any mortgage or anything. So it's the first time that, in, um, at least that we know of, that this has happened, where someone has fought, taken on the most powerful institutions in the world, and won so completely, where they even dropped on the mortgage that was owed on the house because of all, all the pain and suffering they put the family through, all the injustices. So, you know, we're really thrilled and, you know, we think it really shows we can come together. We can fight any battle, no matter how impossible, no matter how dark it might seem. When we're unified as a community, we can make any changes that we want to, that we want to see. So you mentioned like all these different types of support you guys offer. I was really interested. Obviously, there's these big, more demonstrative types, civil disobedience, you know, public action. Like, emotional support, though, like, what does that look like? Yeah, I mean, emotional support is one of the, 
uh, most key things. I mean, um, for anybody that's ever gone through foreclosure and eviction, and um, it is just such an incredibly stressful and just disorienting process to feel like you know, everything you worked for is being lost. You know, some people fall on hard times for various reasons. They have medical problems. You know, they, they lose a job temporarily. Um, and a lot of people feel a lot of shame. And they, they internalize and they feel like, well, it's all my fault. Um, and what we try to do is to support people, meet people where they're at, and through that process, connect them with others also that are going through the same thing. And they realize that you're not alone. You don't have to fight this alone. You're not isolated. And you're just part of a, a, an epidemic that's being all over the community. And gradually people begin to come out of that shame, talk to their neighbors, talk to their friends about it. Some people, they'll go through foreclosure. They won't even tell their family until the last minute. And um, so a lot of it is coming out of that shame and getting that support. And turn, you know, when people start off in you know, the struggle a lot of time as a victim, then they become a survivor and then they become you know, a fighter, you know, they'll, they'll do whatever is necessary. And it's just, it's amazing to see that transformation and, you know, and, and just meeting people where they're at, supporting them and finding, putting them in touch with other people that are going through similar struggles. They can relate, they can talk about the details and, and feel like that they, they have the power again and reclaiming that power, which was always in them. But, you know, a lot of times we lose touch with that. Obviously, there's a lot of emotions involved. It's, got to be, it's a super difficult process. So you, I, I kind of noticed that you mentioned it's really difficult for people to come and seek help. It's obviously there's a lot of emotions involved. What would you suggest for people that are in these kinds of situations who might need help? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's really important to um, you know certainly to reach out to the existing services that exist. You know, there's you know, the housing council and. Empire Justice offers legal support, housing council offers people going through foreclosure, and then obviously, you know, we take back the land, we offer, you know, emotional support and, you know, intensive support, whatever people need. Um, so it's really important to realize first that you're not alone, you know, it's not your fault, at least, at least, you know, it's not that you're a bad person or that, you know, there's something inherently wrong, you know, that, that this is something that, um, you know, we can all shoulder together. You know, but, you know, we really have to come together. But, you know, it's, it's just hard to make that first step sometimes to come to the first meeting, um, you know. And, um, you, know, you know, I understand that. So, but, but that's kind of, I think, the first step is just, is just coming and saying and talking about it. Hopefully, and we'll link to you guys when we post this and we'll link to some other organizations and hope to get people to make the first step. I know you have to run, so let's do one last question. We're going from first steps to next steps. Obviously, you talked about this basic big victory yeah. after all, you know, all the demonstrations and all the work you guys put in. What's next? Well, what's next is, you know, so for one, you know, we're, we're in the middle of fighting a lot of struggles, people that are facing eviction, foreclosure. Um, but what we really want is not to just do piecemeal. You know, one at a time, we want to see fundamentals changes. We want to see a lot of these vacant houses where the banks own to be donated in mass back to the community community organizations like community land trusts where the community can directly democratically control their land and housing and basically their fate and, and secure permanently affordable housing. So so we're, you know, we're going to keep fighting every every case. Anybody who wants to stand up, we'll stand with them. But what we want to see is structural massive changes on the bank and, and the government to say, well, if, if you're, if you're going to operate 
you have to operate in for the benefit of everybody, not just for your personal profit. Well, awesome. Good luck with that. Hopefully, yeah, thank you. Hopefully see a lot of great progress in the next couple of weeks, months, and years. Yeah. And thanks again for your time today, Ryan. Oh, thank you. Have a great day. Thanks again, Ryan. Appreciate your time that evening. This is an awesome story to share with everybody during this time of year. I'm glad that you're able to share it with us. Just getting you caught up with Take Back the Land Rochester. They're active on Facebook and on Twitter. On Facebook, they're facebook.com backslash takebackroc. And they're also on Twitter as at takebackroc. Ryan also has a petition up on change.org. It's another petition to help support individuals being foreclosed upon and help, you know, stop that process and stop the bank from taking that home from that individual. So please, you know, go out and support them in any way possible. A bit of Gandhi housekeeping here as well. Really excited that we're on good search now. So if you need a search engine, if you're buying things online, we're on Good shop and good search, and there's links on the Facebook site to that. So you got to buy things and search on the Internet anyway. A couple nickels, dimes, and pennies will come to the Gandhi Institute, and we'd really appreciate that. Again, thank you for your time this evening, and um, look forward to always hearing from you in the comments, and we'll hear from you next week.